Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And while you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts updated daily. We face the same social media censorship as many of you do, so we appreciate it when you share, share, share. I know I always say that, but it does help out the show such a great deal, so we do appreciate it. I want to make sure I uh, harp on that, that we do appreciate. We've got a big show tonight. We've got a lot of things to talk about. I'm going to talk about some of these candidates going against Donald Trump, and uh, what's been going on around the country with Joe Biden as the resident in chief uh, this past weekend. He was on vacation once again in Delaware, which is what he's done almost every other weekend uh, since he has became the resident in chief. You remember these leftists, they would attack President Trump for spending a couple hours playing golf in the morning. But when you've got Joe Biden going to his basement in Delaware every weekend, there's nothing to see here. They don't say anything about it. But anyways, moving on from that, you've got Mike Pence made some big headlines this past week saying that Donald Trump will be held accountable for his words on January 6th and that he did not have any right to overturn the election, which we know is factually wrong. And uh, I think this is going to cost Mike Pence a lot of votes. I don't think he was ever a serious candidate anyways after what happened on January 6th. He's just lost so much support. I don't see any way a Republican would support him. He's almost like the Adam Kinzinger or Liz Cheney's of the world right now, particularly after his latest comments. So uh, this is not going to do Mike Pence any favors. I think if any of the other uh, Republicans running for president want to try and attack President Trump and maybe his legal problems that he's been having, it's going to blow up in their face because the American people know that it has all been a witch hunt against Donald Trump. So these attacks are actually going to work against them because the average Republican voter is going to say, hey, he's talking up the establishment's talking points against Donald Trump, which we know has been a witch hunt all along. So uh, Mike Pence certainly is not doing himself any favors coming out and uh, bashing President Trump, even though he wants to be president. Uh, It's going to be interesting to watch this 2024 race, particularly when people uh, put their name into the hat. You've got Ron DeSantis traveling around the country. He was in Nevada and California this past week giving speeches. It's pretty clear he wants to be president. Uh, We already know about Nikki Haley. Uh, Kirstie Noem could always drop her name in. Uh, It's going to be a lot to take in from now to the end of 2024 when we get a new president uh ideally rob what are your thoughts on mike pence and his latest statements that president trump will be held accountable for his actions on january 6th well let's just thank all of our listeners for tuning in to the show tonight my thoughts on mike pence saying that trump should be held accountable for the jan 6 what took place on jan 6 Well, I guess Mike Pence is living under a rock because soon after Jan 6 protest took place, which to me was a college boy prank that went bad, granted, the FBI came out and the CIA came out and said that Trump did not cause Jan 6. We know that the media and the Democrats 
and social media, Twitter and Facebook at the time, were all laying this at Trump's feet. Trump, Trump did this. Trump, 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 which is always the case. The FBI came out and refuted that and said he had nothing to do with it. But the media chose not to delve into that to make it the headline. They decide to bury it in the story and say, well, the FBI did say that they found no evidence that Trump caused riots, what they called a riot. So, of course, from that moment, 2021, up until now, people have still been saying Trump, 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 Trump caused it. Trump did it. The House even impeached Trump, who was on his way out of office, because of it. Needless to say, he was found not guilty because they were unable to remove him from office. But they decided to impeach him, I think that was the third, the second time, because of Jan 6. Now, remember, being impeached is a political move. It has nothing to do with the law. It's just a political move. And as I said, and I've said before, now that Kevin McCarthy is Speaker of the House, he should definitely move and do something about getting President Trump's record expunged because though all of the impeachments were all politically based, it had nothing to do with anything. They had no foundation. There was no credibility. And everyone who went before the House lied. They lied. We, there is no if, ands, or buts. They all lied. They were political operatives who had an end game to write a book uh, to further their own careers. So for Mike Pence to come out now and say, oh, this is Trump's fault, when he could have said that back in 2021, but he chose not to say anything, why now is he coming out? Does he have a book? He's already had one book. Is there another book, a second book that he's going to come out? Yes, Mike Pence is straight-laced. He's a man of God. Mike Pence, you know, give him his kudos or whatnot. But to come out now and start trying to say this simply because Trump has said that he's going to run, simply because you have a grand jury, overzealous prosecutor here in New York who's saying, well, we're going to prosecute Trump because of Stormy, Stormy Daniels. And you have all these other ancillary cases that they're trying to put against Trump just to stop Trump. Why are they trying to stop Trump? Why don't they just stop talking about Trump? Don't mention Trump. And people would probably forget about him. But that won't happen because Trump has a larger-than-life personality. So why is it, again, you have all of these groups colluding together to stop Trump? Why hasn't anyone come out and said, you know, we got, Jan we got uh, the Russia collusion thing completely wrong? You would think the media would say, look, Democrats, you got Russia collusion wrong. Do you actually think we're going to bind to this whole Jan 6 narrative that you're putting out there? Well, of course they're not going to say that. And of course they're going to give the Democrats wings to talk about this because they themselves don't like Trump. So here we go again with Jan 6. They had an entire Jan 6 production. We spoke about this last week. Bells and whistles and all these fancy lighting and music and drama, dramatics and people coming up, testifying and crying and lying. You have five police officers saying, oh, this happened to me and people were killed. And the only person that was killed that day was Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt was killed by Captain Bird, a black police officer who was trigger happy, who was known for having left his firearm in the bathroom of the Capitol. No, let's see, this just happened recently at a school. A 
think it was a superintendent or was it a principal, left his gun in the bathroom and he got fired. So why didn't Michael Byrd get fired? Well, the, they investigated the Jan 6 and what he did, and they found out that he was not guilty. Okay, I wasn't. I didn't know about the investigation. Was it done privately? Of course it was done privately because they wanted to see this whole thing. But he was a black man killing a white man, I mean a white woman, and we're showing you white people we don't care about your lies, which is reverberating across the country, by the way, that white people's lives don't matter. So when the author of Gilbert, the cartoon character, said, my advice to you is stay away from black people, that's my advice also. And I'm a black man. I would tell white people, stay away from them, because if you don't, you will get caught up in their drama, and then you will be blamed for something that they did. Look at all the crime around the country. Who's committing it? Blacks only make up 13% of the population, but of that 13%, half of them are committing crimes. But we're supposed to look the other way because we've defunded the police, and everything is okay. Because this is payback for putting blacks in jail years ago by the Democrats because of their repressive laws that if a black person tripped on the side of the road, put him in jail. Now the roosters are coming back to uh, the chickens are coming back to roost, and now they're trying to turn it around and say, "Oh no, it's not us, it's them, it's the conservatives." So Mike Pence has bought into all this because he's looking at, "Hey, I might run for the president, and if I do, I've got to have all this on my side to show them I'm down with the cause." And being down with the cause means I've got to be against Trump, coming out saying that Trump what he did and put my family's lives in danger. <laughs> you know, Andrew, it sounds like Michelle Obama. Remember she said that? She said that Trump put her family's life in danger with his policies and some of the things he was coming out saying about Barack Obama. Oh, really? The moment Trump was uh, voted for president, the moment he won in uh, 2016, what did the left do? They had plays about Trump being killed. There was a play in New York City, Shakespeare in the Park. Trump was Caesar. You had people going and put knives in him. They had a person dressed like Trump, black suit, white shirt, red tie, blonde hair. They had someone to come in and stab him. Then the entire course came in and stabbed him. This is right after he was elected. He won in 2016. This is what they did. Then you had effigies of Trump with people killing him, blood coming out. You had the comedian Kathy Griffin showing a head of Donald Trump that she had decapitated. And then there were so many others. People were saying, we're going to kill him. You had the rappers coming out saying, oh, dead president. You had Johnny Depp saying, when was the last time they assassinated the president? And no one said anything about it. They laughed about it and said, oh, come on, please. It's all fun and games. But Michelle said, that what Trump is doing is threatening my family. And I think she shed a tear or something. So that reminds me, Mike Pence's statement that it endangered his family, Trump did, reminds me of Michelle Obama. Maybe Michelle and Mike's will become, Mike Pence will become best friends, bosom buddies. They can compare notes. Because it seems to me he just took a page out of her book. Now, it's only a matter of time before the media calls him out on it and say he's saying the same thing Michelle said. But right now, they're not going to say anything because they're enjoying the fact that he's coming out against Trump. Oh, this is grand. But if his presidential bid gets any grounding or gets any traction, well, they're going to come out and they're going to rip him to shreds. But see, he's a political idiot now. <laughs> he's a useful idiot, that is. 
But then, okay, well, look at what Mike Pence said. My advice to Mike Pence, a Christian man, we respect you. Do not run for the presidency. Do not run. Because the media is not going to be kind to you. And you think your family's life is in danger? Oh, just wait until they put Antifa and BLM after you. Mike, do not run. That would be a bad move. Republicans are not going to support you. Well, you might have one or two or three, maybe Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney. He might go out and get Liz Cheney. I mean, I can see him doing that, getting Liz Cheney and putting her as the poster child for his uh, candidacy because she can come out and she can say, oh, well, what Trump did was wrong, was wrong. These are all useful idiots for the Democrats and the media. An ill-advised move on your part. And just speaking about the entire thing of Jan 6 and that you had nothing to do with it and you couldn't control it. Mike, come on. Now, if they go back and play the tape that day, Mike Pence stood on the floor of the House and said, we're getting ready to certify the votes. Are there any objections? And according to the Constitution, if a representative raises an objection to votes being certified, and if he has, I think, one or two senators and join in with him and say, yes, we stand with him, then the person of the House, who's the president, who happens to be Mike Pence, not the president of the United States, but the president of the House, is supposed to take that in consideration and to send those votes back to the state. That's all you were supposed to do under the Constitution. Of course, you can't overturn an election, but to fulfill your obligation as the Speaker of the President of the House, you're supposed to have heard those votes and sent them back. Because the representative at the time didn't have one or two. He had, I think, three or four other senators joining in and saying, yes, we stand with him. Now, this has happened down through history. It happened when Trump was a nominated president, was elected president in 2016. And Joe Biden, at the time, the president of the House, who was reading in the votes, received opposition from the votes, from the floor. I think it was Jamie Raskin was one of them. And he heard what the guy had to say. And I think it was uh, Maxine Waters. But they didn't have one key element, they didn't have anyone on the Democrat side, a senator, to stand with them to say, yes, we stand with them. So what did Joe Biden do? He proceeded. He said, okay, we don't have a senator. We're going to move on. But in uh, what's his name's case, Mike Pence's case, he did have someone. There were others standing in. But you know what, Andrew? At the same time it was supposed to take place, that's when the police, the Capitol Hill police, allowed the protesters to enter the Capitol, ushering them in. How do we know this? Because we saw the tape that Tucker Carlson recently exposed. Not only Tucker Carlson's tape, Andrew, but the Democrats' tape showed the exact same thing. So when they're coming out saying that these are selective tapes that were being shown by Tucker Carlson, they were cherry picking. Well, your tapes showed the same thing. The only difference is that you muted the sound so that no one could hear what was happening. And then you tried to interpret what the police were doing by ushering in all these individuals, especially the shaman, the one that they called the shaman, who has been arrested, who's in jail now for, I think, 
four years. I mean, this is ridiculous. But we saw the tape. So back to my story. So just as those senators were standing in with those representatives, that's when they were allowed, they allowed the protesters to come into the Capitol. And then what happened? The Capitol Hill police said, we got to shut this down now because we're under attack. We got to get all of you out of here. Now think about what I'm saying. Look at the timing of these events. Look at what happened. Look at what they did. Look at, at that point, they decided to stop the voting. Now, maybe there was something behind that. Maybe that's the reason why Nancy Pelosi did not have the Capitol Hill police to protect the House. Though she had a few, but not the number that she should have had. See, when you think about this and you look at it, there are so many things at play here. Because Mike Pence clearly said, is there anyone who's going to support them? And he had, they had the support to send those electors back to the state of Arizona. But I can't remember the other state. They had it. But then after everything had taken place, they stopped the voting. They went into, uh, uh, I think, a secure location. Later on that night, you had Mitch McConnell saying, oh, no, we got to continue this. We gotta, we're going to show them that they can't stop us. They can't. We've got to have this. We've got to do this. We've got to go ahead and certify these votes. Now, in any other situation, they would have never said that. But Mitch McConnell came out strong. Why did Mitch McConnell come out strong saying that? We're going to discuss that on the other side of the break. Yeah, something else I want to discuss on the other side of the break is why is Mike Pence running in the first place? I mean, this guy, he's pretty intelligent. He knows that um, he's lost the Republican voters after what happened on January 6th, and his comments just continue to separate him uh, from the Republican base. I mean, I think if he would have done what he did on January 6th the same way and would have uh, maybe kept his mouth shut and had a different... Uh, attitude these past few years, maybe President Trump would have brought him into his cabinet and given him some kind of position. I mean, Mike Pence has some redeeming qualities. He's a pretty smart guy. He's a good debater, uh, things like that. But he is just sabotaging his own political career by continuing to trash President Trump and say that he couldn't have done what we all know he could have done on January 6th. And now he wants to run for president, even though he has no support. It just makes absolutely no sense. We're going to talk about that a little bit more uh, when we come back as well. You guys are tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. 
For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R dot com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. We're back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. And as I was talking about before the break, Mike Pence still plans to run for president in 2024, despite him seemingly have no um, support. I mean, you look at some of these polls with some of the potential candidates, and he's at like 2 3% support among Republicans. He's in Kamala Harris territory. So I don't see uh, what his end game is here. Other then maybe just trying to cash in on running for president, pulling your Bernie Sanders. I mean, we know that's what this guy does every four years. He'll just run for president, not care when he loses because he's made a lot of money from running for president. Uh, maybe some of the establishment, the Republican Party are going to donate to Mike Pence. I don't think it makes a lot of sense because he's polling so low. But uh, Rob, what are your thoughts? Why does Mike Pence want to pursue and continue his political career this way when all he's doing is uh, losing followers the more that he speaks. Well, I think one of the reasons is that he wants to keep his name out there. He's thinking that by some chance, if Trump goes down, if DeSantis doesn't make it, and all the other candidates don't have the pull, he will rise up. But like you said, he's in Kamala Harris's territory. He's a smart man. Can't take that away from him. He is a Christian. I think he is a believer, but he falls short when it's time to stand up. Like I said, that day he was on the House floor. And even before that day, he had said the night previously, he said that our voices will be heard. We have heard you and your voices will be heard. So he led yes. everyone to believe. Again, Go back and look at the tape. These are things that the media will not show you. These are things that Mike Pence is hoping you don't remember. Yeah, he got me excited when he said that. I know that. Right. I mean, and my whole thing was, and we discussed this on the show. I, I think B.B. Diamond was on. We had Heather Robinson. And we even had Christian Mowgli on. And we had said that, and I had, I remember saying clearly, I said, well, the only thing he can do is to send those votes, those votes back to the states and say, hey, we're not going to certify these votes because we think that they're tainted. That's in essence what you're saying. There's tainted. There's something wrong with them. We need for you to give it a second look. And at that point, the state that received those votes could either say, nope, we're going to, we want you to certify these votes. We're not going to do anything else. And then they would have sent the votes back. That's all Mike had to do. But Mike is on the phone speaking with Dan Quayle and saying, Trump wants me to overthrow the election. I can't do that. Are you crazy? You can't do that. I would have been against that because you don't have the power to do it. You don't have the power to say, I want this person to be the president. It is the people's call. Why hasn't the media delved into that and said, but Mr. Vice President, that's not what you're supposed to do. And you have the media coming out saying, oh, well, you know, it's not clear if he can, if he can't. The Constitution is clear as to what he was supposed to have done. 
Right now, it was a dereliction of duty because according to the Constitution, he's supposed to certify the votes. He's supposed to put it out on the floor. And if there is anyone there that's against the certification of the votes, one representative joined in with one or two senators to say, yes, we support this. That it is a responsibility of the vice president to get those votes and send them back to the state. That's it. That's all he had to do. No one was asking you to overturn the election. No one was asking you to call Dan Quayle. No one was asking you to make Trump the next president or give him a second term. But we were asking you to fulfill your constitutional obligation, which you did not do. Going back to my story when we went to break. So after he had said that and after he had the supporting members of the House and the Senate to say, yes, we don't want these votes to be certified. We don't want to seat these electorates. At that point, Mike Pence sort of said, gaveled in and said, okay, we're going to send the votes back to those states. The Constitution has built in a time frame for that to happen. But see, the thing is, is that these people are so ingrained into swampism. They're so ingrained into doing what they want to do, as opposed to following the Constitution, that he didn't do it. But then, as I said, at the same time, that's when you have the few Capitol Hill police officers select members, probably uh, designated by Nancy Pelosi, to go in and to shut everything down because they had a feeling that this was going to happen. After Mike Spence, Spence said, Pence said the night before, this is what we're going to do, your voices will be heard, they knew, wait a minute, Mike is going to follow the Constitution. He is going to put it out on the floor that... It, it's anyone against these votes being certified. Should he do that? And we know that there are members that are going to support it. These votes will be sent back to Arizona and to Pennsylvania and what other other state. So they were afraid, they being the Democrats. So once again, they colluded with Nancy Pelosi and the Capitol Hill police because they knew that people were outside protesting. So they made certain that the FBI was colluding with them. They had members of the FBI, undercover agents, and to rally up the crowd, to rile up the crowd, to get them to storm through the Capitol. Oh, come in this way. Come in this way. And then the shyman, oh, let's get him. And that's the guy with the horns and his name. Let me just get his name here. Jake Angeli or Angeli or whatever. They got him to go in. And you saw this guy walking in with a bullhorn. He was saying, hey, there's someone who's hit, who's been hurt on the Capitol floor. We need to get him, uh, we need to get EMS or someone here to, to take care of him. And then he said, we're not going to destroy anything. The police said, well, don't mess with this. Don't mess with that. We saw this as if though it was a tour. We saw them walking around. Now, yes, we saw the pictures of people climbing on the Capitol walls. We saw that. But we also saw the people during the riots of 2020 after George Floyd was killed. We saw them burning down police stations. We saw a police officer killed who was acting as a security guard in California, shot dead, left on the ground, bleeding out to die. We saw that with our very own eyes. We saw in New York City, rioters turning over police cars, burning up police cars, putting graffiti on federal buildings. We saw this with our very eyes, and not a one of them was arrested. And if they were arrested, remember Kamala Harris said, support to get them out, 
Send us money. On GoFundMe so that we could get them out of jail, so that we could hire attorneys. And you know, when, when they're doing something wrong, you have all these liberal attorneys that will go and help them, free of charge. We also saw it our very eyes just recently in Atlanta, Georgia. People living in the woods, waiting for a training center, police center to open up, and then they attack the police. We saw this with our very own eyes, as Kamala Harris would say. We saw this played out. They arrested, I think, 20 people, and only two of them were from Atlantic Georgia. The others were from surrounding states or, well, of course, bust in by George Soros and Antifa. To stop justice, we saw this. Going back to the Capitol, Jan 6, we saw the people scaling the walls. They didn't have a gun. They didn't have firearms. They didn't have Molotov cocktails. They had none of that. But what they did have was a passion for the country to make certain that the constitutional duties were fulfilled by the vice president to make certain that their voices were heard, to make certain that we, the people, still control the government and not political operatives. That's what we saw. And what ABC, the producer from ABC, and the Jane Six Committee, what they were trying to do, they created a story, they created a facade for you to believe with all the dramatic music as if the whole justice, our justice system was at, or our government our democracy, they were trying to overthrow our democracy. Oh, my God. No. Trying to overthrow our democracy is what's happening now with Joe Biden and his regime by allowing China to come in and buy up farmland, allowing China to buy universities, allowing China to buy up military bases, allowing China to buy up all the farmland, push in TikTok, and then say, oh, this is it's harmless. That's democracy at risk. That's democracy, our democracy being threatened. That's our democracy about to be given over to China. But my kid needs TikTok. What do you need TikTok for? You got Governor Whitmore in Michigan saying, oh, I have TikTok. No one else has it, but I need TikTok to communicate. To communicate what? You see how these people, they turn the script to fit their needs? It was okay to throw off the president of the United States from Twitter so that he can't communicate with the people. But then when it's someone on the left, oh, they needed to communicate. They attacked Trump for being on Twitter, but you have all these other politicians discussing policies and what they can do and what they can't do on Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. But for Trump, oh, no, we can't have him on it because you were afraid that he was putting the truth out there. He was exposing you. We know how this works. We know how it works. We see it with our own eyes, as Kamala Harris would say. But no one wants to say anything about it. And if you do, you shut down. So Mike Pence saying, oh, you know, I couldn't do this. Mike, do not run. Do not run. Because you're going to destroy your own legacy. Because it is a contradiction of the things that you say and you, you do. And you also did not fulfill your constitutional duties. So you were given a get-out-of-jail card thanks to Nancy Pelosi and the FBI, who all colluded together so that at the moment Mike Pence got this information to send the certification of the votes back, 
NCOM, the security, the Copperhill Hill police to say, oh, we got to get you guys out of here. We got to stop this. We got to stop this from go taking place because your lives are at risk. We got to usher you down somewhere else. We got to send you somewhere else because the protesters are coming in. Now think back when the protesters were about to breach the Capitol Hill gates. And you had people laughing and making fun and saying, they're going to get Trump. They're going to get Melania. They're going to drag them out. They're going to drag them out of the White House. Oh, Trump, he's downstairs in the barracks. He's scared now. And it was okay. And this was coming from our media and politicians. But that was okay. The FBI was okay with that. They didn't want to investigate that. That was okay. And this was all taking place under Christopher Ray's watch. Then Bill Barr. I thought it was interesting the other day. Bill Barr came out and said that he had concerns and reservations about what was taking place with the FBI and Twitter and some of the things that they were doing. And that he felt that mm, it looks like they're making it political. Oh, really, Bill? Are we supposed to trust you, the person who straddles the fence, you and your big girth straddling the fence? We need a few good men to come out and stand up and call these people out and speak truth to power and say, no, this is wrong. We might not like it. Yeah, we can hate Trump all day long. But what we're trying to do right now to destroy one man for our own political gain so that we can stay in power, it's wrong. Mike Pence, you did not fulfill your constitutional duties, plain and simple. Maybe you didn't understand it. But to come out now to try to make yourself look like the innocent person that, that what Trump was doing was going to harm your family. And oh, my God, sounding like Michelle Obama. I mean, what is this, Michael? You, do you have too much sugar in your drinks? What's going on here? Stand up and be a man. Admit your faults. And if you didn't know what you're supposed to do under the Constitution, then by God, say it. As opposed to trying to attack someone else. Because he was trying to fulfill his constitutional duties, that being Donald Trump. I think a lot of reason why, Andrew, they don't like Trump is because he's just a regular person. He's not a politician. He's a businessman. And for them, oh, that stinks. Oh, we don't want that. Because he's calling balls and strikes. He's not eloquent. He's not poetic. He says it the way it is. And if you look back at history, many of our presidents did the exact same thing. Well, the presidents who were at the, the R behind their name, Republicans, because many of the ones that had the D behind their names were racist, trying to stop blacks every chance they get. Let's just be honest here. I mean, if you really want to be honest, when you look at history and look at who tried to help, I always go to Theodore Roosevelt, who was a man ahead of his time, a rebel rouser, a complete rebel rouser. But they don't want to talk about him. They'd rather talk about FDR because he had the whole thing that was going to give blacks all this money and take uh, the fathers out of the house and, uh, and all this other stuff. History isn't pretty. It's not clean. But it is a place to start at. So that we look at what happened in the past. And if we forget history, like we're doing now, we are doomed to repeat it. And what's happening right now is a lesson that we need to wake up and realize that we are forgetting history and it will be repeated. Anytime you have the powers, all these the powers that be, all these individuals that are pushing socialism, communism, and these people are to blame and they're to blame. 
the country will fall down. Society falls down because there's anarchy. Look at Rome. Look at what happened there. We are marching in the same direction. And then we want to go and find people whom we think, oh, well, they're speaking gospel. Mike Pence, oh, we've got to listen to him. They don't care for Mike Pence. He's a useful tool. And they're just using him. Come on, wake up. That's all it is. We, the, you put Joe Biden into office thinking, well, he's going to calm everything down. He hasn't calmed down anything. Look at the economy. Oh, the job numbers were great. Yeah, why wouldn't they be great? As we said at the other night, when people are just going back to work from the jobs that they walked away from because Joe gave them all this free money. Bank in California, SVP Bank, just went under. Why? I thought the economy was so grand. And this was a bank in Silicon Valley. Why did that happen? No, not a lot is being said about it right now. Because they're focusing, they're focusing in on, well, we're going to indict Trump and this is going to happen and all this other stuff. While that story is playing out on its own. And then the moment it starts to hit home, then they want to, oh, my God, what, what happened here? Well, we saw it, but you just decided not to report on it. Because you're busy trying to make certain that Trump wouldn't run again. If the people don't like Trump, let the people decide. We don't need you guys to decide like you decided for us in 2020. Joe Biden is a deficit president who has dementia, but no one wants to tell, say anything about it. And look at Diane Feinstein. I always go back to Diane Feinstein. Where is, where is Diane? Has she been to the House on the Senate floor? Has she even visited the chambers? The past six months, a year. Nope, she hasn't. She's been housed up in California while her aides have been doing her bidding. Now, they'll claim that she's phoning in, she's doing this. How can she vote on anything if she's not there? Look at John Fetterman, the same thing. But the media will not hold these individuals accountable because they like them. This is the point that Republicans should make a calculated move and say, let's impeach Joe right now. Because these senators have to be there in order to vote. Let's do it now. They won't do it. Afraid of their shadows. Now, I know some will say, yeah, we, we impeach him, we'll have Kamala Harris. So what? So what? We can get rid of her too. We'll take this up on the other side of the break, Andrew. Yeah, we certainly we will. A lot of layers to this story, but we got a great product to tell you guys about. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. Come in great tasting gel packs, and you can go to HealthyCell.com. Check out the great products, read the reviews, find out if anything looks right for you, and save 25% off with the promo code OUTLOUD. And if you have any issues whatsoever and aren't happy with your purchase, you can get your money back. So go to HealthyCell.com and check out the products. Use the code OUTLOUD to save 25%. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrews.
These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. The out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health, and cultural stories. Seven amazing years of news stories, informative podcasts, and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. Wow, Andrew, I mean, this is this is a lot to uh, unpack what we've been talking about. Mike Pence and people that are running for the presidency on the Democrats, the Republican side. And all I would say is that I hope that toward the, the final stages, when we do decide we do get a candidate, I hope that the Republicans have not beat each other up so badly that Democrats can use this against them. Because we do know that if Trump prevails and he is a candidate, he's going to probably go in with the Democrats having all kinds of shots at him. They want to indict him. They want to say, oh, he's indicted. Why can't you put someone in office who's a criminal, who's a this or who's a that? All this stuff and everything that's going on, as I've said before, People should just stand up and say, this makes no sense. We don't even want to talk about it. But as you had said to me when you sent a tweet, I mean, not a tweet, but you said you texted me and said that anyone who's running on the, Demo- the Republican side, if they even mention Trump's legal issues uh, and try to defend him or whatnot, they're going to go down and smoke. And it's true. They should just stay clear of it and let us, the supporters, take care of that. We'll do the shots on that. They stay clear of it. Because anyone who says, well, you know, this shouldn't be happening, they're going to say, oh, that you, you're for, you're supposed to be, I thought you guys were the party for uh, the police and the party for what's right and what's wrong. And now you're trying to support this guy. It's like, it's nothing wrong with it, but the way the media will portray it. And you don't have an honest media sometimes on either side that will just stand up and break this down the same way I broke down Mike Pence's obligations or duties under the Constitution. 
that is yet to be broken down and explained to the American people. And because they won't do it, I would submit to you, just read the Constitution, read what the, the job description is, so to speak, for the vice president during an election, the certification of an election. It's clearly right there in the Constitution, spelled out in the Constitution. There is no in-between. And I hear people say, well, you know, there's an in-between. No, the Constitution isn't saying that the vice president can stop the election, that the vice president can say, well, no, I want this person. The Constitution says a certification of the votes. That's all it says. Certification of the votes. And if a representative challenges it, and he's enjoined with one or two more senators, then the vice president has to take those votes because the vice president is the president of the certification of the votes and send them back to the state. And then the state will say, yay or nay, we're going to keep those uh, the, the votes that we have or we're going to seat new electorates because we too have questions as to what happened here. That's it. Plain and simple. It's not complicated. It's not difficult. The vice president says, okay, we're not going to certify. Send it back to the state. The state will say yay or nay. If they say yay, you send them back. We're going to go with that. Then the process continues. If they say nay, okay, we're going to reseat. We're going to send those. And then when they reseat, even then, they have to decide if we're going to honor the votes that the previous electorates had because they don't have to. It is not complicated. So I don't know why Mike Pence is making it complicated. I don't know why he's trying to come out as being this knight in shiny armor and saying that, oh, Trump, he put my family's lives at risk. He did not. Nancy Pelosi put your family's lives at risk. Miro Browser put your family's life at risk. The FBI under Christopher Wray put your life's family at risk because they were all colluding together to create the drama that we saw on Jan 6. Trump was at the ellipse speaking with supporters and some other uh, individuals. He then said, I'm sure that you're all going to march from here, leave here, and march to the White House peacefully. He said that. And that's what we saw. But then you had some rebel rousers in that crowd, also known as the FBI undercover agents, whom Christopher Wray refuses to identify. He doesn't want to say anything about it because he knows that they were there. And why should we believe anything that Christopher Wray says at this point? Why should we? They have failed us miserably at every angle. They filled us with Russia collusion. We now have whistleblowers that are coming out and saying that the FBI, certain parts of it, was politically motivated. Why aren't those whistleblowers getting the attention from the Democrats? Why is the media coming out saying, oh, no, these are just people that they're mad, they're angry? Yeah, but we said that about the witnesses of the Democrats, and you shot that down. See, this is where we need conservative, conservative media outlets, Andrew, to stand up and be counted. Stop being afraid. We need for them to stand up and point out the differences. That's the reason why they're trying to shut down Newsmax, because Newsmax was doing that. They're pointing out the different parallels. They're saying, okay, they said this, but look at this. You decide. We need conservative news outlets to stand up more and push back. Now, we're not saying in favor of one party over the other. 
But what we are saying is speak the truth. When the left comes out with lies, call them on it. They're calling you guys out on it every day, and they're calling you out by names. Look at the, the, the hearing they just had on the Hill with Twitter, with Jim Jordan. Two left-leaning journalists, Mike Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger, were testifying. These guys have no love lost for Donald Trump. They're not in Donald Trump's camp. But they do have a love for the Constitution and a love for free speech. They were attacked on the heel by Democrats, saying that, oh, you're probably being paid to say this. Oh, who, who are your sources and who is this and who is that? Really? I mean, you know where I am on sources, these anonymous sources. I'm like, hey, put the names out there. Well, did Elon Musk do this? Elon Musk, the person whom they loved because he came out with the electric car. Elon Musk, whom they loved because he had no love for Trump. But he has a love for free speech. He has a love for our judicial system. But now they want to attack him. You have the CIA and the FBI saying, well, we're going to go in and we're going to look at this because we think that he did something wrong. Remember earlier on, they were trying to stop him from buying Twitter? Well, he can't buy it. And we think that he didn't sign all the paperwork. The Department of Justice weighing in on it. This man, they said, didn't sign all the paperwork. And maybe he doesn't have enough money. And maybe this is too much power. Yeah, but you're not looking at George Soros at what he's doing? Going around buying voting machines, funding all these corrupt DAs? You're okay with that? You're okay with Mark Zuckerberg, who went in, dropped down $100 million in these different states to pay for people to go out and, what do they call it with the votes? Uh, Oh, gosh. Source votes or something. Voter balloting. To go out and do it, you were okay with that. Now, granted, he did drop a couple of dollars for the Republicans, so it wouldn't look like, oh, we don't want to make it seem as though there was something nefarious. Ballot harvesting, that's the word. But you were okay with that. But Elon Musk comes in up on the up and up and just says, look, we know that there's something going on here with Twitter. And why would they even question, well, where did you get this information from when they presented you with the text? They presented you with the emails. There it is right there. Why are you challenging that, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who's a no, who threw the election for Hillary Clinton? She kicked Bernie Sanders out. But no one is going to question that. It was, oh, that's okay. This is where we need conservative news outlets to come in and say, this is wrong. This is what she did. She had her fingers on it. And she also had a person on her staff from Pakistan who had committed all these crimes. And she was paying him millions of dollars. He was going in hacking computers and doing everything else. But news outlets, they won't say anything about it. They'll just, oh, well, you know, this is one little small thing. Let's just move on. If you don't believe what I'm saying, Google it. Google hasn't taken it down. Just Google what they did. And what will happen is that you will have people like Washington Post and New York Times questioning Debbie Wasserman and her integrity as to what she did. But then later on, they praised her because she was a useful tool, useful idiot for them doing their bidding. The same way Mike Pence is a useful tool. Just let him come up front.
and let him say all make all these accusations. And then before long, Michelle Obama will come out and say the same thing. Oh, yeah, I agree with Mike Pence because my family, I felt my family's life was threatened also. I doubt seriously her family's life was ever threatened. Being the first black president, the first black family, they had all the security that you could imagine. If anything, they were overly protected. But she'll say this. And people, oh, yeah, because remember what they tried to do to black people when they tried to kill them. And they tried to do this. Yeah, but who was the they? Democrats. The southern states. Democrats were doing. Just as racist as a day is long. Democrats. Yes, racism exists and exists on the Democrat side. Yes, there are a few Republicans that are racist, but I would venture to say that there are more on the Democrat side than not. Get Mike Pence to say that. Oh, no, he's going to stay away from that right now. Oh, and also, let's not forget about Mike Pence and the uh, classified documents. Well, you know, Trump, he should have handled the documents a lot carefully. Okay, so now <laughs> the tables are turned. Do we throw you in jail? Bill Barr is yet to address that. Because remember, he came out and said, oh, yeah, they should prosecute Trump. They should come down the full extent of the law because he knows he's not supposed to do it. Now that we know that Mike Pence did the same thing, we know that Bill Clinton even has some documents. Jimmy Carter, we know Joe Biden and his documents that were found with his uh, Stingray Mustang in one of his homes, but bodies has kept Andrew just recently. Just a week ago, they found more documents. <laughs> it's just like documents all over. What is this? Why isn't the media coming down hard on Joe Biden and those documents? But Trump, got to get a special counsel. Yeah, you'd never even know that they found these more documents unless if you're watching the news on 3 p.m. on Tuesday or whenever the story came out, because after they mentioned it, it's like they never brought it up again. There's nothing to see here. It's just crazy, the double standard. We had President Trump get raid. It was the headline news on uh, every major news outlet for several days about him getting raided and having all these illegal documents. But here we have the guy currently in office with classified documents all the way back from when he was a senator. And they just say, oh, there's nothing to see here. It's no big deal. It's just crazy, the double standard. It is a complete double standard. But they're all quiet on it now. Like you said, at uh, 3 o'clock in the evening, they're going to say, oh, there were more documents. But no one's going to say anything. But yet we have a special prosecutor looking at what Trump did. And of course, Garland said, oh, you can look all over. You can just fish. You can have a fishing expedition. You can look at other things also. And of course, they'll probably come back. They'll find out something. Oh, he forgot to cross the T in Trump when he signed this bank statement. I mean, just ridiculous stuff. Like the whole Stormy Daniels thing. It's all ridiculous. And we need a few good men to stand up and say, look, this has got to stop. You got to stop it. Okay, we know you guys don't like it, but going to the justice system, making a mockery out of the justice system just to stop him? This is insane. People already don't believe the justice system when we have people coming across the border, breaking the law right before our very own eyes, and we're not saying anything. We're saying that it's okay. And then we have states that are trying to support these people by giving them college education, and then some of them are saying, let them vote. Are you serious? Let them vote. They're not Americans. I mean, we have crimes being committed. But yet, still, we want to focus on Trump because we've got to make sure that he doesn't run again. Because if he runs, he will probably stop us. He will probably eradicate the system 
of our corruption. And he will probably, as he said during his inauguration address, give the government back to the people. Now, I'm sure when he said that, Mike Pence probably fell out of his seat, well, wanted to fall out of his seat. Just simple words, nothing, all these fancy, fancy stuff. I want to give the government back to the people. And the media said that that was dark and dreary and it was scary simply because he wanted to give the government back to the people. And now Mike Pence is coming out saying his life was threatened. Mike, do not run. Do not run. Because if you're that fearful, although you had all the security in the world, just imagine if you do excel to the highest position of the country. Mike, Andrew, all I can say is Mike, do not run. Yeah, very well said. That pretty much puts the exclamation point on tonight's show. We thank all of our listeners for tuning in once again and joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available, as always, on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, wherever you tune in. We appreciate it. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.